Hello, hello, and welcome. You are listening to Family in the Fray with me, Heather Holiday Holton, a targeted parent of three kids and adult survivor of parental alienation. This podcast is for you if you forgot who you are in the wreckage of alienation and want to reconnect with your authentic self. If you want to rebuild a vibrant life, regardless of being in relationship with your child or not. And if you want to hold space for restoring relationship with your child in a way that doesn't deplete or torture you. With some mindset shifts and practice, you can have a life that includes pleasure, ease, rest, and joy, even while you are mildly, partially, or fully alienated. My goal is for you to listen and feel supported while I give you tips, tools, and hacks to shift your day-to-day experience of being a targeted parent in order for you to feel more empowered and improve your life. The thoughts and perspectives I share are my own with the lens of my lived experience as a white, cis, straight, able-bodied woman. If I ever say anything harmful, I am open to doing better and I welcome your feedback. As always, take what feels good and leave the rest. With that said, I am so excited you are here and let's dive into today's topic. Here we go. Hello, welcome. This is episode 11, the holiday prep checklist part two of um, getting ready for the holidays, not hang the garland, wrap the presents, you know, bake the turkey list. This is how do we emotionally prepare? How do we emotionally support ourselves through a time that's likely to have an emotional charge to it, whether that's good, bad, or ugly, it's just going to be present or numbness. That might be here too. So last week on part one, that was Sunday the 4th, um, we went over five things. I'm not going to go over it now. If you missed it, just go to episode Four, yes, episode four. All right, for today's portion of to do's the to do list, which will be this whole week. This whole week, you get to do four things in support of yourself. So let's break them down. One, at work or in your personal life, get high priority. words, blah, 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 Heather, today. Get high priority items done early or do you have the option to delay them, delegate them, or delete them? Yes, at work and in your personal life. If you have a report that's going to need your input, your final finalizing efforts, can you get that done early? 
If you can't get it done early, can you talk to your team or your supervisor and say, hey, since the holidays are going to be this day and we need that report done shortly thereafter, can I get an extra day, two days to wrap that up? That That's a potentially a request that could be granted. Is it something on your to-do list that you've always done that you're customarily just in the habit of doing and this month you don't actually need to do it or you don't need to do it on that day it doesn't need to crowd into this portion of your of your planning delete it yes start and keep continuing to clear and create the the buffer you need as we go into the holidays and as you come out of the holidays so um Again, get high priority items done early or delete, delegate, or delay. This also in the in your personal life, to me, this feels like packages in the mail. Man, that's a high priority thing. You either nail it or you don't. You either stand in the line or you don't. I and I try to be one of the people who like mails packages early and doesn't have to deal with the lines, but that's hit and miss from year to year. So I uh, just wanted to give you a, an example of what that could look like in your personal life. Maybe you have a gift that you have to pre-order in advance. It's coming from far away. It's monogrammed. It's something like that. You know, those can feel like high priority, high stakes things. So, um, okay. Number two, this is good. This is so good communicate your needs to your partner and coworkers or manager ask for support this is huge and i know a lot of people are not comfortable with this this is foreign this is difficult it's odd you don't even know how you might go about it that's okay I have kind of created some scenarios that I'm going to review and so that you have some language. You can see or maybe feel how this conversation might unfold as you're going about asking for support. So I'm going to take a sip of tea real quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is you. Imagine your spouse, partner, boyfriend, girlfriend. And you could say something like, well, the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever else is coming. And I don't know how I will feel as it gets closer. You know, I have the kids, don't have the kids, don't have them. The days or hours or quantities they want, right? You can fill that in. Say, as the holidays get closer, I may need more, and you can fill in the blank. I may need more support, time to process, sleep. I may need more cuddles. I may need more Kleenex. I may need more chocolate. Like, whatever it is that you need, I think it's fair that you can, you know, Give your partner, your person, like toss them a bone 
and say, I may need more of this. And if you don't know what that is, that's okay. Because maybe this is your sentence. I may need less of this. Cuddles. Alone time. Kleenex. I may need less chores. I may need less pressure. Right? Fill in the blanks. Some of us, you know, how have have a sense of needing one or the other. If you need more sleep and less chores, maybe your your work's physically demanding and it's show your stress is showing up this way, ask for what you need in both categories, right? Or you can also say this. I don't know what I need, and that's hard for me to share. I don't know what this is going to look like. Maybe this is your first holiday without your kiddos. I don't know how my compass is going to be, how this is going to hit. I'm trying to brace for impact as best I can. I just want you to be on alert to know that I don't know. I don't know. And just sharing that, I think also puts your partner on notice that like, oh, okay, I'm going to try and up my game here. Here's an opportunity for me to be attentive or give more space or, you know, just notice that. I think that is a fair conversation to have with Let's say you have children in your household, stepchildren, half-siblings, whatever. You have kiddos in your world. So, and I would make appropriate, you know, tweaks based on the ages that you're dealing with. But you could say something along the effect of, I'm excited and happy to have you here celebrating this holiday. And I feel sad that we are not all together with all of our siblings. And then I would go on to say, you know, child, your love, your presence, and being here is a true gift. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love and adore you. This is a magical time. I love the memories we're creating together. And then also you can say, and I am a little bit sad that our sibling or my son, my daughter, your brother, your sister, you know, whatever those those words are there that apply to your situation. I'm also sad that they're not here with us right now. And I think it is so important to share with our kids that you life's messy. It is often a both. Happy together, sad we're not all together. And giving your kids permission and modeling how to do the both, that one does not take away from the other, one does not rule over the other, it's a both and. Full permission to enjoy the beauty of the moment, and also full permission to be sad about what's going on in the moment as well. So there's that. Next version of the conversation is um, maybe with a coworker or a supervisor. Again, fill out your situation at work. You know what's best. You know the people in your world that could have these conversations and those who can't. And not everyone 
maybe is in a situation where a coworker so supervisor can can have this conversation. So I just want to say, I hear you. If this doesn't fit you, I'm so sorry. And if you're a coworker and you're a supervisor, you know, I think this would be a great way to or a good lens to look at people in your work world and just notice notice some things. Could you be a recipient of this conversation as well? But anyway, okay, kind of wandering off there. Okay, you and a coworker or supervisor, you can say, say something like the holidays are coming up and I could be out of sorts as the days lead up and the, on the days exiting out of the holiday, I'm making efforts to minimize, you know, this distraction, this um, emotional tenderness I'm going to be feeling, but I'm human and your grace is greatly appreciated. You know, I think that lets people know like, oh, it might be a happy, joyous day for lots of us, but lots of us are also dealing with grief of a you know, a parent who's not here, someone who's sick, someone who's far away, someone who can't travel. You know, there's lots of family dynamics where not everyone's just perfectly jollying along this holiday. So um, if that's appropriate and there's a person you can share that with at work, I think that's totally fair. Yeah. My holiday is not exactly how I'm wanting it to go down and happen. And as this, you know, starts to get close, just know that I could be out of sorts in the days leading up to and coming out of the holiday. Um, here's another thing. Maybe you have a BFF and you know that their holiday is um, somewhere where it's busy, out of town, lots of distractions, or you don't know what they're doing, you want to include them, and you're feeling like you don't know how to have the conversation. Let's break it down. So here it is. Um, you could say to someone, I really want you to be a part of my emotional support or distraction that day, or the day before, or the few days leading up, or coming out of. And then say, if we can't spend the whole day or evening together, like I imagine on this day or the days preceding, etc. When works for you. Let the person know, let your BFF or whoever it is know that you want to be with them, that you want to count on them, and that you have a big need, but recognize that they may be only available for part of the day. And that's okay. Let's figure this out early so that if you have BFF1 who's available in the afternoon, could you then provide um, opportunity for a different friend to maybe be there in the morning or whatever? Start doing your lineup. But I think it's fair to let the people know that you want to include on these tender days of yours that you had them in mind. Give them a heads up. Let them know that you'd like to have emotional support that could be in person via text facetime however that looks like for you guys um i think people are happy to do that 
we just don't often take time to have the conversation of how it will look like. How long will it be? And it doesn't have to be a drain to them. Know that you can stack and layer your various supports in. And being strategic is the way to do it. That's what we're doing now. So that was two. That was a little bit beefy. Yep. A little bit more involved. I fully aware. My apologies. But that essentially was communicate your needs to your partner and coworkers slash manager and ask for support. So those were four different varieties and scenarios of how to do that. Three, way easier, way funner is make a Pinterest board or an maybe, I don't know, is Pinterest, do people do that anymore? Maybe they don't. The point being, collect and curate a space on your phone or in your social or on Pinterest of funny stuff, things that make you laugh. I have memes that I enjoy that no matter what, whenever I see them, they just tickle my funny bone. And laughter is a good medicine. So those funny little things that you bounce around between all in your peeps, store those in a folder, put them in a place on your phone, get yourself a funny zone so that you can quickly and easily tap into laughter if you want to and if you should choose it. So just do it. It's so much fun. I love it. I have a funny bone board on my uh, Pinterest world and you know, it works. It really does. Okay. Fourth and final thing for this week is clear your calendar if possible. You know, these, uh, I'm going to say Thursday, Friday, Saturday, leading up to Christmas and then Christmas is Sunday and even Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday coming out of Christmas. Yeah, you know, keep those days light in commitments, obligations. They already come with so much between food prep, presents, wrapping, traveling, um, packing. So here in our modern world, there's a lot of time or there, I'm sorry, there's a lot of competition for our time in our energy and our focus. So if we're going to have a chance, you got to hold the boundaries there of keeping that light, keeping that open for the things we choose to do, keeping that open to have the feelings we're going to have, not blowing out our nervous system, not overriding our our desire to be like, no, I actually need to leave the family party within about 15 minutes because that comment was triggering. We need to say our goodbyes, grab our our stuff and head on out. That takes, you know, bandwidth to make those kind of calls. And you're going to want to have some spaciousness when you get home before the next demand comes on to your, your plate. So pacing yourself, pacing yourself for the best and highest outcome. Um, I find a lot of that, that for me means calendaring, keeping it clear, being mindful that even good stuff 
under the best circumstances can be dysregulating. And then here we are going into the holidays, not in the best circumstances. And that is totally dysregulating. So quick recap, get high priority items done at work and in your personal life early. Consider delegating them, delaying them. If you need to delay, you know, announce to your teammates and coworkers and and such, or delete items, delete to do things if you can. Communicate your needs to your partner, coworkers, managers, housemates, BFFs. Ask for support. You can rewind and go back over the scenarios if you need some language or ideas about how to go about that. And then make a Pinterest board. Third, make a funny zone. Make a laugh box for yourself. Four, keep your calendar clear. Keep your calendar clear. So thank you for being here. This was part two. Um, Join us in our Facebook group for more support. Jump on a clarity call. Get that booked and scheduled for me if you want some more clarity. I'm here to support you. I look forward to doing so. And thank you so much for being with us as we plan um, this next round and even more coming at you for the rest of the holiday. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Family in the Fray and spending your precious time with me. Hopefully you're taking away new insights and tools to make your journey less painful. If you find this valuable, feel free to share this podcast with other targeted parents, step-parents, and grandparents, and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. I would love to hear your thoughts on the podcast, so please leave a review and rating. Plus, let's get the word out so every targeted parent who needs this can find it. From experience, I know being a targeted parent is hard, and you probably need tons of quality support. I am so thankful to be here for you. For more information on working with me, refer to the show notes. As always, take care until next time and wishing you ease.